Hello, this is AJ welcoming you to Inside the Quilting Pot, a place where I talk about things quilty and artsy related. So join me, grab a craft, have a seat, and let's get started, shall we? This is TQP episode 58, in which I am calling A Voice from the Past. So I know it's been a while since I last podcasted. My podcasts are very sporadic at the moment, just like my life. But anyway, I'm still here, still doing fine. The boys are still doing fine. And so I decided today being 9-11, I would, 2015, I would start um, a podcast today and hopefully get it up and loaded um, before the day's end. So the first thing I want to talk about is the quilt that is on Lady G. Um, Lady G is the name of my long arm, which is a, a Gamel Vision uh, 2.0. I've had her now for about two years, maybe a year and a half, two years, and I am still learning. I don't use her enough to be proficient at her yet. I do real well with meandering and um, stippling. However, ruler work and working um, different patterns and pantographs, I'm not so good at. But I am still trying. And for my family, trying is good enough. It's been done by mama's hand, so they're, they're not complaining. So what I want to say is... The quilt that is on the frame is for my daughter, Ebony, who um, this is the last of three quilts that was one of my 2014 goals in which I said I was going to quilt, make a quilt for each of my children. Well, it didn't get done in 2014. It is being finished in 2015. So done is good, right? So yeah, I'm almost there. Uh, I think I have about four or five more rows to quilt. Um, it is basically squares and a small square and the square. She is very minimalistic. She doesn't like frou-frou. She, if I've not said in the past, would be more of a modern quilter. If she was a quilter, she likes um, clean lines. Um, she's very minimalistic, like I said. So I am stippling in the batik blocks and I am doing some line work in the um, solid green blocks and in the square and the square sort of kind of block. Um, I will post a picture of it on Twitter. I'm not so sure if I am going to get this posted on the blog because I truly honestly I haven't put anything on that blog in quite a while. I did go back to change the name to the quilting pot, but I don't think I have posted anything on there um, yet as far as pictures. I may just use the blog just to download pictures and use the Podbean site um, as to what the podcast content is about, which has always been but I also duplicated content on blogger site, which I think now will just basically house whatever photos I take related to the podcast. I think will be a better thing for me because on Podbean site, I, I do more of a bullet style listing and I don't really blog. But on the blogger site, I was actually trying to do some blogging and putting pictures in and it's it's just too much to house both so like I said 
the bulleted format will be on the Podbean site and the photos will be on the blogger site. Yeah, I know it's kind of crazy to have to go to both sides to look. Um, We'll see. I may incorporate the pictures on the Podbean site. I am not sure how I'm going to do this yet. I'm still, after 58 episodes, I'm still playing. I am nowhere near a great podcaster nor blogger. But that's what's on Lady G right now, Ebony's Quilt. And yes, that's my oldest daughter's name. The other thing I want to talk about, I am participating in the new leader and in the project by Bonnie Hunter. It is Tumblr's. Um, actually, I had already been working on tumblers, um, the Missouri Star Quilt Company style tumblers with the five inch charm pack and the template that goes with it. That is up on the design wall. I have it all up there. I have to finish sewing them all together and then putting the rows together. So that is coming along nicely. I'm not quite sure if I'm going to add more um, to make it a little bigger or to put some borders on it and then maybe put a small border on either side of the main tumbler section and then uh, another border using a tumbler pattern and then a final border in order to extend the center which would require me to buy another charm pack or two but I'm quite sure with all of the fabric I have I could probably find enough but this is more of a solid rainbow type color so it's basically a, a solid quilt though the background is a solid off-white the Tumblers themselves are solid, but they are in primary colors, so to speak. So it's it's nothing fancy. It's a very plain quilt. Um, so I'm happy with it. But the Tumblr one that I am doing for Bonnie Hunter, Leader and Ender Project, um, I am using um, the size two and a half inches which is really small tumblers. It's going to take me forever to do this this way. So my thought process was with that was to make a nice little center of two and a half inch tumblers, something divisible by um, a tumbler block that I could make to surround that in order for my subsequent tumblers to be relatively big. I haven't finished that yet. So in the interim, I'm going to continue to do the two and a half inch size tumblers. I do have a lot of two and a half inch strips, but I'm not sure how this is all going to work. I just don't want to be working at a tumbler leader and ender project for years. Um, because it's going to take a while. It's going to take me a minute to do that. And like some say, you know, it's not a race. You you finish it when you finish it. But I just want to finish it. I don't want it languishing. As most of you, or maybe you don't know that I am a process person. I like to get the process done, but to get it through completion is a different story. Once I get a top piece then that process for that quilt, for me, in my eyes, is done. The sandwiching and the quilting, the three layers and the binding 
and sewing all of that down to final completion is not so much important to me. The important part for me is that I completed the top. That is, you may hear clicking in the background as Jody walking on the hardwood. But for me, the process is what makes me happy. So I, I have a lot of tops, a lot of tops. And really, if I just quilted the tops that I had, by the time that I got through all of that quilting, I would probably be proficient on my long arm freestyle, using freestyle, because I don't have a computer attached to my long arm in order to push a button and have it stitch out the design. I didn't buy one that way. I, you know, they're really expensive. Even to have it retrofitted for or retrofit for a computerized system in which I could do, it's over six grand. And that is not for a brand new one. And I'm not so sure at my age if I want to spend six grand on something to retrofit, maybe if I was 20 years younger, I would invest that kind of money because I may have a longer time to use that to my benefit in order to recoup that money as, as in a business. But I, I, I don't have that amount of money to invest in my long arm at this time. Um, what I can do is use what I have and get proficient at it, doing it um, freehand versus computerized. Freehand to me is the the handmade part. Even though it's being stitched by the machine, the design in which is on that quilt is something that I am doing with my movements versus a machine movement. So that's enough about the long arm and my leader and ender subject. Um, what I am doing in my quilty world. Oh, before I forget, I'm going to end and talk about it here. Um, Pam, tonight is 9-11, is hosting a sew-in tonight, a virtual sew-in. Um, I'm not sure what time. I'm quite sure she'll post about it. But maybe by the time you hear this, um, the sew-in would have already been completed. Maybe not. Maybe you'll get it um, right away, Noni, and you'll know about it right now. The other thing I want to talk about is the Stitch TV being hosted by Lynn and Pam, better known as Ed and Eddie. I do believe that is their other handle in honor of their grandmothers. Um, so they are on YouTube. Go by and, and take a look. I know the first episode is up. There is a second episode that's up that is basically tips it's a very short episode. I haven't watched that yet, but I do plan on it. Um, the other thing that is in place is the Twilters Facebook group. Um, it is a closed group, so whatever is shared there is only seen by the Twilters that belong in the group. There is a lot of things going on in the quilting community, so take a look. Take a look at the Stitch TV show that I know they have a Pinterest page. I'm not sure about a Facebook group. So go by YouTube and look them up and do, 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 do subscribe. So what else can I talk about? Oh yeah, my Cameo. I have a Cameo. I don't use it that much. I thought I would use it a lot for quilting, um, doing, having patterns cut out for applique 
that I have designed myself, but I am finding myself not using it like I thought I would. So I'm probably going to put it on eBay to sell it. I even bought the the pick scan to sell and I subscribe once a month in order to buy designs, but it, I'm not using it. And it's not a cheap item. It's not the most expensive cutter out there, but I think I am going to be uh, getting rid of my uh, Cameo, not because it's a bad item or a bad machine. It's just, I am not using it and I don't want to see it go to waste. However, with that said, the Cameo has a learning curve of which I am not um, one that want to put in the time to play with it enough to learn the learning curve. I'm not that person. I like things that you can do, set up, and boom, you're right there with a very short learning curve. But for things that I really have to do, um, I'm not so much. I have EQ7, and I just listened to Pam's episode with her talking about getting EQ7 and the learning curve. Well, I have had EQ software since about three or four, and every year or every upgrade, I upgrade, and I have to this day learned how to use EQ7 Till it's fullest because it has a learning curve. I have designed some things in it, nothing that I have done at the end, but I have played with it. So that's another thing that I have. I probably won't update EQ um, on the next update after that because I don't use it that often. I am a gadget person, in case you have not known. Um, I just got the iPhone 6 last year. Now they're coming out with the 6S. Well, it has some cool little features on the 6S. I know this has nothing to do about quilting, but I'm talking about it right now. Anyway, um, and I'm thinking, really, I'm seriously thinking about upgrading to the 6S. Really? I mean, there's three things that are different on the phone that are kind of neat to me. And one of it is the fact of the ability of having a still picture, have a second and a half on the front and the back end, have movement. So it's like a mini vid. Yeah, a mini video. But it's not a video, it's a still picture. Cool feature. Cool, cool feature. A better camera is the other thing. And the fact that the flash, if you want to take a selfie, is flashes from the front screen. Do I take selfies? No. So why do I want it? Because it's, it's new. The phone, the physical features of the phone, the overall look of the phone is the same as my 6. But I want a 6S Plus. I have a 6 right now. I want the plus side. I want the bigger one. I should have held out longer to get the bigger one when I got this one. Then I probably wouldn't want to upgrade. But I'm one of these people that are instant gratification it was going to be weeks more for me to wait for the 6 plus so I jumped on the 6 I should have waited I am a very impulsive person very impulsive uh, you just heard my glade freshener squirt just in case but anyway back to um, the cameo yeah I'm going to let it go now with that said I did invest in the brother 
scan and cut too. I know. I know. I don't know what to say about myself. I am just pitiful. It is not here yet, so I can't tell you how I'm going to like it. But I do like the fact that I can do something in my own hand or something that I have drawn in my journals. I can scan it and I can um, put it in a computer and have it cut out as an image. I can take my rubber stamps, and I'll get to the rubber stamping in a minute, and stamp some things and scan those and have it cut them out to add as embellishments to things. I think this is much more user-friendly and much more easier for the lower learning curve type people like me. I'm the lower learning curve, not the higher learning curve type people. Um, so... It's a short, shorter learning phase for me, I do believe. I'll let you know how it is once I am done. Hopefully, um, the Cameo will sell. Um, if not, we'll see. I might donate it to someone, maybe. I don't know. don't know what I'm going to do with it. And with that said, another gadget that I bought that I thought I was going to use that I really don't use was the AccuQuilt Go. Now I have the one and a half inch strip die, the two, two inch strip die, two and a half inch, I can't remember, and some other things, circles and octagons. I have probably about 10 different die that I really don't use. I think I've used the one and a half and the two inch or the two and a half inch more than anything else, um, which again, I think I am going to try to sell just to, to free up some room in my little sewing room. So those are my quilty related items that I wanted to get done right at the beginning. Um, I noticed, and I don't remember where I saw it, um, it might have been on the Twilter Facebook group about the hashtag swap. Well, I think I may do that. I did do that craftsy class with the hashtags um, a couple of years ago now. And I do have a top done. Um, and it was in the block of the month uh, back in 2013. I don't remember. But it was a block of the month pattern. So I am not so sure as to exactly if it was a block of the month pattern or if it was a whole, whole quilt. But I have done that block and I may do that hashtag swap. Um, not a hundred percent sure, but I am in the upper nineties. I got so many things on my mind and on my to-do list. I don't have enough time in the day to get that done. Sorry, uh, all of this stuff going on in the background, which usually never happens on my phone. But anyway, that's a whole nother thing. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about, um, Charlotte posted the cutting directions for her new mystery quilt that will start in January um, once Bonnie Hunter's uh, mystery quilt is done. I did print that out. I know she has done a couple before and I have not participated, but I have seen lots of um, quilts of people that have participated in her 
her mysteries and I think this year I may try it because I do love what she does with her scraps. So Charlotte, thank you. If you happen to listen to me, you may not, but anyway, thank you. And I did print those out. So I may do that as well. I didn't do the Bonnie Hunter's quilt, uh, mystery quilt last year because it's just, I didn't want to do it. It was just way too many pieces for me. Um, I don't know what hers is going to be like this year. We'll see. I may Depending on what it is, do that again. Um, but that's it for the mysteries for me. Now to the artsy side of my my life. I have been doing a lot with art journaling, Bible journaling, um, in which you do artsy stuff in the margins of your journaling Bible. Um, this is a Bible that has dedicated extra spaces on the edges for you to journal and most people write notes and take notes in the sides of their Bibles, in the margins of their Bible, um, based on what they have read and what has come to mind or based on the sermon. But there is a whole new Bible journaling community that does actual art on their page with watercolor, pan pastel, paints, colored pencils, markers, all sorts of things, and they're just beautiful pages, and they're usually dedicated to a verse or something that has spoken to them. You may or may not be a religious type, but when you look at the pages, it's the work that has been done is just absolutely gorgeous. And I have a Bibling journal, a journaling Bible, and I have done a few pages. I've posted one that I thought was worthy enough to, to post online for the world to see. But I guess anything that I do artsy is my art, and if I'm happy with it, it's good enough for everybody to see. And I have to get out of that mindset. Whatever I do with my hands that I like, it doesn't matter whether or not others like it. It's the fact that it is something that I enjoy. I like, I enjoyed the process, I enjoyed my final results, and I'm happy with it. And I need to focus more on the happiness that I get out of doing versus what I think other people are going to think. Because in the big scheme of life, it really doesn't matter what other people think. It's all about the process, how it made you feel, the joy that you got out of it. And I need to, to focus on that part of life a little more. Now that I am not working, I, um, I need to reset my focus. Work for me when I was working was very stressful. I, I became very negative. Um, I was in not a nice place. Um, and I'm I'm glad I'm no longer there. However, I'm still got I'm still going to have to work. I just haven't started working yet because I am out of the army. Um, I did spend 14 years on a 14 and a half years on the reserve side of the house, and eight years on the um, active duty side of the house. And you know I have been released from the army, no benefits. Um, because my time, I didn't have enough time on the active duty side, and they don't, they don't count the reserves as time for um, 
as as they do active duty time. So, yes, I spent 14 and a half years in the reserves. I could have retired from the reserve side at 15, um, but I didn't. I went to the active duty side, and I didn't get enough time in on the active duty side to actually retire, and I was medically boarded. So it's not a medical board that incapacitates me, but I am still going to have to work. Um, and my goal was when I was out of the Army to take six months to a year off before I started working again. And so far, it's been about six months. It'll be six months um, near the end of this month. So I'll probably um, start looking for another job. I don't know, maybe a couple of months. I'm not sure because if I go in the federal side, it's going to take a while to get a job. But that's neither here nor there. And that's not what I wanted to talk about. I'm back to my artsy thing. So all that rabbit trail was from me saying that I need to be more positive about what I do, be it quilting, artsy, um, and accept if I'm happy with it, then it's good enough to show people because it's makes me happy and the process made me feel good because when I create things it is usually because especially the artsy part because there is no clear boundaries I don't have to stay in a quarter of an inch I don't have to match a seam I don't have those dictating the final product this is freeing for me. And the artsy part, I think, why I am so heavy into it now is because it's the freeing part that's helping me get away from all of the negativity that I had in my last few years in the military. Um, so artsy is real important to me right now. Quilty is still my number one, but the artsy is helping me channel some of the negative parts out of the way. Yes, I'm done now. Moving on. Now, I am back into card making or trying to get back into card making. So I'm replenishing some of my stamps, which I gave away all of my scrapbooking stuff. Once I moved into this house, you would think I would have kept it. But no, I didn't. So I don't have a lot of stamps. I have a few and they're basically for card making and I use them in my art journaling and things like that. And I used to make cards a while back, and I'm trying to do some handmade cards because, you know, that's what I like to do. I like to do things with my hands. So all things craftsy and artsy and quilty makes me happy. So I have done a few. Um, I like Copic markers. They are wonderful, a little pricey, but wonderful. So I, I'm slowly building my stash um, there are 300 and some colors of Copic markers. I am nowhere near that. I may have 50, maybe, maybe out of the 300 colors, but I am still happy with what I got and I use what I have and I try to buy colors that will enhance the ones that I have. Um, I doubt if I will ever get to the 300 plus colors um, in my lifetime. But I am having fun with the ones that I have. So I will try to post some of those pictures of my cards that I have done. I haven't posted them anywhere yet. So you can take a look at that handiwork. Um, taking a couple of online classes I did pay for. 
and am enrolled in LifeBook 2015, hosted by Tamara Laporte. Um, I have done all of the first two weeks. They are in week 30-something. But it is one of those classes that you can keep forever. So I did not waste my money. I am in the process of downloading all of my classes. Um, I am up to week 15. Um, so I'm trying to do five classes a day so that when the crunch comes, I will have all of my classes downloaded and won't be trying to compete with everybody that's trying to download the whole year. I am putting it on my external hard drive so not to take up the space on, on my laptop because that's usually where I do it from. I am also in the Documented Life Project, which I haven't done any of that. And theirs is always online, so it's not something that you pay for. It's something free. The other thing that I have enrolled in, sorry about that. Um, I had a phone call from my oldest. She never calls during the day, so I had to answer that. But as I was saying, the other thing that I have enrolled in was a, a class by T.R. Smith. She's a mixed media artist, um, and she has done an online class, Splatter Splotch and Paint. I can't remember exactly how it was, but it's a nice little class. was not that expensive. I've also enrolled in a second class of hers that begins on the 24th. I don't remember the name of it, and that was not uh, an expensive class either. I am just trying to to up my game with the artsy part of my life. So enrolling in classes is always a good idea to take a little bit of each artist and, and make your own. I did post a, a pic of something that she did that I basically, you know, copied just to learn the technique. It is not my design at all. I did post it and got some nice comments about it. Some even mentioned um, making an art quilt out of it, but it is not my design. And she doesn't mind you copying the design as long as you give her credit. And which, like I said, the design was all hers. But the color combinations and the painting of it and the backgrounds um, was all mine. So... Thank you, Tierra. I know you'll never hear this, but thank you for allowing us as students to copy or follow your design so that we can get the techniques down in order to build our own um, unique, arty way. The last thing I'm going to talk about is my journals. I've been making a lot of journals. I've made myself a file folder journal. I've made a journal, watercolor journal out of canvas with um, three signatures. I think I posted that a little while ago. Um, I've made some, if you know anything about a Midori, I've made a couple of uh, faux dories myself using some leather, some tandy leather that I dyed using some walnut ink. Um, I have a Ray Dory of this guy um, over, I think he's from Canada. He makes it out of some nice leather. Um, I have one of his. It was made in purple with my name stamped on it. So I've been making inserts for that. Um, uh, so I'm trying to do some journaling in my portable journals. Um, I'm just having fun kind of doing the bookmaking deal. 
things. I've made journals using the Coptic stitch, which is a bookmaking technique for the spines. Um, these are ones that I have made the signatures myself, hand sewn them, and made the book myself. So, like I said, I like to do things with my hands. Whatever is making me happy at the moment is what I am into. I am also started participating in the Reset Girls, Lister's Got a List kind of thing. So it's a whole bunch of stuff going on in my downtown, downtime of my life right now. Because once I start back work, start back to work, um, it's not going to be as easy for me to do all of this stuff. Um, so I'm trying to get it all out of my system now. And by the time I get back to work, I have would have narrowed it down to a few things. And maybe I might have to schedule myself times to do my artsy, craftsy, journaling, painty kind of, kind of things that make me happy. And I may have to revert to that, setting up a calendar on this day I'll do this or between this time and this time, I'll focus on that. This is maybe one way to organize myself in order to get things done. Because to do a whole bunch of things not to completion is one thing, but to do a whole bunch of things with specific times, you know at some point that one thing will get done. And I may have to focus that way because everything I'm doing now is things that I like to do. It's all things with my hand. I love to quilt my number one. I would put my number two as to the artsy thing. Um, I have found paint being very freeing for me. Number three, I guess it would be cards and the coloring and the coloring books because that's another you know back when you were younger and coloring that's another freeing thing so it's just a lot of things that make me happy and I want to do them all and I want to continue to do the things that I really love which is my quilting and my artsy the other things are things that I like but my quilting and my paint are things that I love and I want to make sure that I get time every day to do a little bit of each of those two things if I don't get to the other things until later in the week or once a month. I still want to get to the quilting and the painting part every day. That seems to be what grounds me for the day and puts me in my Zen place and puts me where everything is right with the world with so many things going on around us now. I just like to be grounded. So this is not a philosophical podcast. It's just all about me, my feelings, what I like to do. If this is not for you, then don't listen. You don't have to listen. You don't have to download. It's free. You don't pay for it. So the content, you know, doesn't have to be specific. Either you like it or you don't. I hate to say that, but if you don't like the podcast, then don't listen. Um, there are very few and far between at this moment, hopefully. Um, once I get myself organized, I may put in my little calendar, because I'm going back to paper, y'all, going back to paper. Put in my little calendar on this day, from this time to this time, is when I am going to do a podcast. Um, 
it's okay now because I can do it at any time because I'm not working. But once I start working, it may just be on the weekends that I designate that time. But trust me, in my older years, I am going to become more organized with how I spend my time. I want my time spent with the things I love to do to be more productive and more structured so that I can get it done and be happy. Not so structured that it's going to to, to make me nuts, but structured enough that I can get things done. So with that said, I think I'll end here. If you want to get a hold of me, you can do so at thequiltingpot.com. I think there is all of the links to how you can follow me on the various social workings of the web. Um, I'm either Nitty AJ or AJ the Quilting Pot. So until next time, may all your seams be straight. <laughs>